Episode 14 of the MX Vice Show is brought to you by 24MX, Europe's largest e-commerce store. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Talon Wheels, Extra Triple Clamps, Liat, Recluse Clutches, Alice Braces for all their support. I'm James Burford, and alongside me is part-time MX Vice editor, Lewis Phillips. You love that editor's part-time bit, you just, you? you? just didn't edit your introduction from last week, did you? <laughs> I, I did, actually, and then just left that in there because I thought it was quite relevant. Um, and and full-time. Studio... Are you? All the time. Really? Yep. Actually, you did put a lot of work in this week. What did you do at the weekend? Uh, I went to Willicum. So oh, cool. I set up... So um, part-time? No, I've actually set up a new business I'm... called uh, um, Surfice. Okay. It's just I was working at the weekend. So if I'm part-time, I'm not sure what that makes you. Yeah. No time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I've kind of uh, taken a bit of a bit of a holiday for, oh. for the next 11 months. Oh, cool. Also in the studio is Rob uh, from Jubal Beats. Uh, Rob puts together these uh, podcast shows for us, which is... Uh, Helpful, because we haven't got a clue what we're doing. Lewis, how excited are you about Indonesia? Very. Just hoping to make it through it without, or not make it there without uh, screwing anything up, really. How excited are you about the uh, the economy flight? Uh, I tried to upgrade myself to extra legroom this morning. Yeah? How uh, did that go? Not possible. Okay. So, Is that because your legs are too big? No, that's just because apparently they don't have extra legroom seats. So I've got a little bit of advice for you when you get on the uh, plane. Yep. Just when you walk on, look them straight in the eye and say, you know who I am. I am Lewis Capaldi. <laughs> funny, funny, funny. I thought, I thought it was quite It's not going to help, is it? Well, it would actually, because he's well known now. You're well known. You can, you're a double. No, stop with that. Okay. Apart from you're like a good looking, skinny, tall version well, that's a of bit Lewis better. Capaldi. That is a bit better. Okay. Nice hair, by the way, today. Thank you. Nice hair to you too. Thank you. Yeah, I had my shaved off. So this week, what are we expecting? 
Who's well, out? That's such a that's such a weird question. What are we expecting this week? I don't know. From riders. Uh, sunny skies on Tuesday with a overcast. Temperature? I don't know. What did you ask me? No, I was just wondering who we expecting at the GP because there's been lots of comings and goings and you well, found out some riders today which which aren't even going. Yeah, Pooches isn't riding because um, of his ankle injury that he sustained in Latvia. Chervelin dislocated his wrist at the Italian Championship yesterday, so he's obviously out for the rest of the year, okay. which actually does a lot for Italy's um, nations team. Revo aren't going, so that's a lot of MX2 riders. Okay, do we know why? Because um, obviously... Uh, they've just come off a good weekend and leaving a championship in the UK. That's probably part... I don't know what the reason is, but I'm guessing that's maybe part to do with it. Because obviously maybe. Husqvarna UK team yep. probably want to... Well, actually, I even spoke to Mark Yates about that in the off-season and kind yeah. of hinted that now they're doing MXGP, that might... The whole British thing might fall to the wayside for them. Yeah. And he was adamant that winning the MX2 title was the most important thing and more important than GPs. So. Wow. Okay. Maybe that has something to do with the decision. But right. it's a shame because um, I feel like Semarang would have been good for Wolf. Would have yeah. been very good for him, actually. Hard pack, jumpy, right up his alley. Maybe he's and he's been coming on, And he's been coming on lately, so yeah, we wait till check. There we go. So um, how are the rider line- lineups looking? Because um, you kind of put me straight last week that we're not expecting 10 people on the line. How are you feeling about that now? Um, well, I haven't had the updated entry list, you see. Okay. It wouldn't take that long, though. What's that? To do it. To what? Well, okay, this is the last entry list I saw. I don't know about Patrell. Do you know about Patrell? Hang on. I'll just check. I don't think he's going. Can't see Gebin paying to take him there. No, I believe I told you this. Hang on. No, you just... told me that he's got like a kidney stone or something. Yeah. Good to see you're prepared. Yeah, no, I've not got... I've got inside knowledge on next year, but I haven't got... What, with Patrell? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't told me this. James, <laughs> James basically doesn't know anything, but he's got this one guy who might be listening to this. You always listen to Okay, this. so there's this one guy who I don't know who it is who tells James everything that's happening. Yeah. And he won't tell me who it is because he doesn't want me to steal his um. And he doesn't like source. you anyway. Really? Yeah. yeah, he said that I'm probably the best journalist ever. This guy must spoke crack. Nope, no, nope. he's, he's a great guy. Really good guy. So hello to a great guy out there, my <laughs> secret source. It really bugs me. Is yeah. it someone I talk to? Nope. So I've never spoken to them. No, we've had it. Let's no, not yeah, have this conversation because, on air. No, but I, ha- I kind of this weekend I was thinking about it and I was like, I bet it's someone I talk to every week. I'll tell you what. I what, don't even realise. What I'll do is one day he'll come walking past you with a Lewis Sucks t-shirt on. Can't see that happening. I can. You said he doesn't go to every GP, so. Ah, who knows? I'm not, I'm not telling you anything else. I just like the idea that okay. you hate that, not knowing. So now how much that eats away. Okay, so we don't know about Patrell. No, we don't know about Patrell. He's not returned my tip. I can't see that they're going to send Patrell. No, neither. Especially because he's already missed time and all of that. Yeah. Gautier, going. Jazakonis, going. Lieber's out. Jonas is going. Van Horvick's going. Sue is going. Anstey's going. Tommy's out. Monticelli's going. Bogus is going. Caroli is questionable, but questionable is better than where it was a week ago. Um, well, that's positive. Geyser's in, Koldenov's in, Fevra's in. Okay, so we've got 12? Well, for some reason, the um, entry list doesn't include the Indonesian wildcards. Oh, I love a good Indonesian wildcard. Who do you think we got? I don't know, but I'm actually quite excited about the Indonesian wildcards because I will be adding them all to MX Manager. Okay. And, and based on the fact that they will get good points. They will get points. Yeah. This means that the Indonesian wildcards are about to get more interest than ever before. We have just made the MXGP of Indonesia sound really, really exciting. Though. It is going to be good. I'm very excited. Yeah. I, I, I've got um, things. Well, I don't know. I've got... It's going to be good. <laughs> You've got things? Yeah, it's going to be good. Okay. Right. There's, no, there's a lot to see. What, are you looking forward to Bali? Is that possibly why you're looking forward to going? Look, no, you're smirking. <laughs> no, no, I'm quite excited about Palembang. New think? place. Oh, Palembang? 
Palamang. Palamang. Yeah. Right. I'm well, excited well, to see if there's food options there for me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let, actually let's get away from the racing. Okay. Uh, where are we going? Indonesia. For um, people who have not been there for a GP or on holiday, what do you expect when holiday. you uh, <laughs> what do you expect when you get there? What do you mean? What do I expect? Because was it last year they were asking you for your autograph? No, that's every year. Oh, every year they ask yes. you for your autograph. Yes, it makes me feel good. <laughs> it makes me feel really good. Is it because you're like the? I think it's because I'm tall the... and blonde. I think. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I t- think that's kind of what. Are you literally the only tall and blonde person on the island? Well, I don't know because I went up to a few riders either last year or the year before. And was like, this is crazy, isn't it? So many people want photos with all of us. And the riders were like, we haven't been asked for any photos. And I was like, oh, wow, I've done like 50. <laughs> so I'm not sure if they, I think they think I'm a rider because I do, even in Europe, I get mistaken for a rider. Yeah. Just in uh, Mantova this year, someone came up to me and were like, oh, what class do you race in? And I was like, the media class. <laughs> How's that going for you? Um, you winning that? What, the media class? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Um, what was the question, please? Just what, what would people expect going out there? What, if they were going there? Yeah. It's just crazy. It's mind-blowing. Okay. It smells. It's right. <laughs> I struggle with that. The first time I went and I stepped outside the airport, I was like gasping for like, like fell to my knees gasping. <laughs> so this is in Jakarta. You didn't like the smell of Jakarta. No, I did not like the smell of Jakarta. Okay. Um, I know I've never been to Palembang, so I don't know what. Is, what's the other one? Semarang. Yeah. Okay. Well, Semarang's like? a bit more like well, comparing it to Pankau Penang. Yeah. It was a more of a city. There's a holiday in there. Oh, wow. Okay. But you've got a hotel that overlooks the track. For Palembang. Yeah. Yes, I have a hotel. But apparently from my bedroom window, I'm overlooking the track, which I'm very excited about. Oh, my God. (laughs) So first, you're... So you start in Semarang. No, we start in Palembang. Palembang. Then, so you're you're in a hotel in Palembang. Yeah. Then you're going to go to Bali for three or four days um, just to hang out. Yep. And then you No, not to hang out. I'll be working there, but I need to go somewhere. Oh, sorry. Jesus. Yeah. I need to go somewhere, don't I? Well, I'm not going to sit in Palembang for a week. You know that you are allowed a holiday, don't you? You, uh, you can take a holiday. I reckon you. if I took half a day off, it would, yeah. I would have to I'd spend like a week catching up. Okay. That's my theory. Right. My theory is if I take holiday, yeah. then the week after the holiday would be yeah. even worse anyway. So why do that to myself? Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. um yeah, thanks for that. But anyway, what are you saying? No, I was just trying to work out what your, your schedule and then you're obviously you're gonna go and sit in a hotel and watch the race. No, that's the first one. That's Palembang. Okay. Semarang, you're like thirty minutes from the track. Right. And you have to get taxis right. because you can't rent cars. Is this where you got stuck at a track last year? <laughs> yes. Um, I almost died in Semarang. So you can't rent cars in Indonesia. Not sure what. You can rent a driver. Okay. But that, no one really does that because it's a bit weird. Like, um, who was it? Does he follow you around? Yes. Like, who, some, I think it was Alpine Stars. Gina from Alpine Stars who doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. Uh, the first year we went to Indonesia, she had a driver. The driver dropped her off at the track at like 7 a.m. and then just sat in the car park for 12 hours. <laughs> And then she returned to the car at like 8pm and the driver had gone but left the car there. So she was following, she was walking around the pits and she came up to me and was like, have you seen my driver? <laughs> and then while we were talking, the driver just came up and was like, hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to put myself through the driver situation because I feel like that would stress me out because well, I'll constantly be worried about what he's doing, wouldn't I? I think it'd be quite funny, actually, if you took the driver into the media centre and got the media band and he just sort of followed you around um, for a day. So no one does drivers, apart from like the very select few. Everyone, you have to get taxis. Okay. And now, getting a taxi from a motocross track in England would be hard work. Yeah, it'd be tough. Because you, how, how are you going to tell them where to pick you up? 
Four field on the right. Okay, yep. so it's hard. Yeah, Even harder in Indonesia, where you can't ring them, because you just can't. Why not? They don't have things? Well, they don't speak English. What do you mean they don't speak well, English? Well, if I ring a taxi company and say, like, taxi... Yeah. Well, the first year I went to Indonesia, I left my phone in the taxi. Oh, that's good. Work. That was a that was a ordeal. I yeah. can't even remember how I got it back, but I've somehow got it back. Wow. You were lucky. The taxi driver claimed that he didn't have it, and then I demanded that he return to the hotel yeah. with his car. The phone was like, basically, it looked like it had just been chucked on the floor, where I think he took it, <laughs> and then realising that I was onto him, because I was properly adamant. Like I, I, I was going through the hotel receptionist and saying, like, you tell him yeah. your language, but I want him here in five minutes, because I know he's got my phone and I'm not falling for any of it. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he went to steal it, and yeah. then just chucked it on the floor when he came back. But yeah. anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, taxi. So yes. you can't so you can't ring. Yeah. So what you have to do is you have to you've stream organized shuttles to and from certain hotels to the track. Okay. Unfortunately, I didn't book myself into one of those hotels last year. So I was left looking for a taxi. Have and you booked it this year? Yes, I have. Okay. Thanks to Dixon Travel for getting me into the best hotel. Right, there we go. Um well, it's Dixon Travel, so I hope I'm in that hotel, but who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> so you, I can't ring them. So basically, you leave the track, you stand on the side of the road, and you wave at every taxi you see and hope for the best. And up until Semarang last year, that had kind of worked. The most I'd been waiting was an hour. But, an hour? Yeah, that's fine. Semarang really? last year, three hours I was stood there. Could not get a taxi for the life of me. Well, just waving at people. Yep, waving at people, waving. It was pitch black by this point. I was just waving, waving, waving. So you're a blonde tall, white guy, waving. just waving it, yeah. random cars coming along. Yeah, so I'm a bit nervous about that this year, but I'm going to be a bit more prepared. And actually, I'm, I've got a, now that I'm in a proper hotel, I'll get a Ustream shuttle. Last year for Semarang, I booked a hotel, £7 a night. Surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly, we didn't do shuttles to a track. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do pillows or beds or anything else? It was like, um, it was like the film, it was like the hotel off the In Between Us movie. Yeah, cool. I'd just like wow. to let people oh. know that there's no uh, maximum or minimum um, that Lewis can use for hotels. He is, you know, within his rights to, to, to book a £100 a night hotel. However, he chose to book a £7 a night hotel. But not this year. What, what are you doing this year? I'm in the Riders Hotel. Okay, and how much is that? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, okay. I no, it's still cheap. It's Indonesia. Like, it's still like... I thought he was going to say like 11 pounds or something. No, it's still cheap for like two rooms for like three nights. So six nights in total, it's like 100 quid. Okay. Indonesia, oh, isn't it? Bargain. Yeah. Indonesia, yeah. But there is one Indonesia story I'd like to tell. Okay. So Pankau Penang yep. uh, was like this little island uh, in the middle of nowhere. You could only get there by plane. The airport had just opened before the first GP there. So I don't think it was even possible to go there before then. Right. There was one hotel that was like proper. And yep. this was it. So... I wasn't that first year at Pankal Penang. I wasn't in the proper hotel. Right. So I was out in the city a little bit, whereas the other hotel was next to the airport. And uh, desperate for food, because I'm, I'm a bit of a fussy eater, so they don't really float my boat with a lot of their food. Yeah, kind of give um, people an example of your fussy eating. You have margarita pizza. Love a margarita pizza. And you have a cheeseburger. Love a cheeseburger. But with just burger and cheese. Take out and the salad. And bread. Take out the salad. Take out any sauces. Nothing else. Just burger, cheese, bun. Yeah, so the first so the first year, Indonesia, I'm trying to make this short, but already there was a mistake because I thought Indonesia would be quite like holiday-y and we were going from Qatar to Indonesia. So we left Qatar on like the Monday. We're like, oh, we'll spend a week in Indonesia in Pankau Penang. That'll be good. Bad move. <laughs> so, um, really? Yeah, I should have stayed in Qatar because Qatar is like amazing. Still one of the biggest regrets of my life. But um, so we went for a walk out the hotel, decided because Google Maps or Apple Maps said there was a mall. So like, ah, a mall. So we walked from the hotel up to the mall. We stepped foot outside of our hotel and everyone stopped. Like literally, it was like someone had freeze framed the area. Everyone just stopped and stared. And we were like, 
Okay. Am I wearing something wrong? So we walked quickly, swiftly walked to the mall, walked into the mall, stepped foot inside the mall, and everyone, once again, just ev- like literally everyone in the mall just stopped and stared. And like the tiers above us, people had rushed to the balcony <laughs> and were overlooking us. <laughs> and then running, and people were running up to us asking for like photos and everything. <laughs> Look at a crazy long white man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, um, and then out of nowhere, whilst we were fighting through crowds in this mall trying to do something, a security guard came up and offered us an escort through the mall. So we had an escort around the mall who offered us to buy us food and everything to welcome us to his country. Wow. Yeah. So they don't have many visitors then? There was a girl <laughs> who was crying when she saw us. And I told her, but she she grabbed my arm and she was crying for a photo, like actually in hysterics. No clue who they thought I was. Because <laughs> they must have, like, they kind of thought I was a motocross rider. They must have thought I was like Donald Trump or something. So, um... She grabbed, Capaldi. She, grabbed, she grabbed my arm, was in floods of tears, begging for a photo. And I had to say, like, it's fine. I'll be back later. <laughs> we can do, we'll do a photo then. It's fine. So then she just stood and, w- and waited for me to return. <laughs> it's, it sounds like such bullshit, but... Have you thought about actually just giving all this up and going to Indonesia? What, living a high life? Yeah. Well, you should see, when I pull an iPhone, what's this? X? 10? Yeah. Well, I don't even know what they are I don't now. Know. I don't know. No. When I bought my iPhone out, everyone's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, what is it? The aliens from Toy Story. Yeah. When the claw comes up and it's yeah. like, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so that's what happens in Indonesia. I'm not sure if Palembang will be as excited to see us. Okay. I hope so. Wow. Because well, I want to film it. <laughs> my biggest regret is not ever filming this. Wow. So you and Sean are like pop stars over there. It's very... Well, I, I said this to a few people afterwards. It was a little glimpse into what famous people have to go through. And after that, we didn't leave the hotel because we couldn't be bothered to go through the hassle of like photos and everything. Wow. Which <laughs> sounds ridiculous again, but yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So look at you guys. I've always wanted to tell that story, but it's a bit long for an article. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to recent after that. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, oh, sorry. Did you want to talk more about your stories? No. No, you do. Have you got another one? No. Oh. Well, I think so. Well, you all disappointed. Oh, there was last year in Semarang. I was stood next to, uh, I was talking to Max Anstey in the pits, and a fan came up and was like, oh, can I have a photo? So Max, or I was like, yeah, okay, off you go, Max. Like, I'll step to the side. And the person was like, no, you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> you must, you must read MX Wise. <laughs> What did Max do? I can't remember. Brilliant. Okay. So this weekend, can you just please turn your bloody phone yeah, off? I don't know what's going on. Oh, Jesus. It's like, it's not your first rodeo in yep. there. So this week, yeah, we've got possibly 12 people on the line for MX1. I haven't counted. Let me count. And No, because there's going to be, there'll be like plus 20 after, once you add in like a few Australians and all that. Okay. And uh, MX2? Uh, MX2 was looking really long, weirdly. But I'm not sure about like Andrea Zanotti. I don't think he'd be going because Ike Laranaga's only going because Red Sander funded it. Okay. So I doubt Zanotti would be going. Chervlin's now out. Delvintor Alfrazi. Yeah. No, well. Indonesian. He's in. Cool. Brian Moreau. Bada going. Uslan's out. Sikaina. I would think he would be there because the team seemed to do like all the flyaways, but then I'm not so sure. Uh, Pichon's in. I think Fassen's going. Laranaga's in, like I say. Walsh is out. Pooches is out. Lesiardo? I don't think he'd be going. No, like, not he sure. didn't. He didn't do Argentina, so why would he do Indonesia? Harrison's going. Van Donick's going. Jacoby, Vial, Olsen, Prado. Vlanderin. So yeah, uh, MX2's actually looking pretty... And Vlanderin returned to the weekend after the ADAC. Yeah. Yeah, so he just... I guess it was... Uh, the team were just checking it. He's all okay before they obviously made the trip to Indonesia. 
yeah, yeah. And it's, it went fine. And I we've think. got news as well from last week that Mitchell Evans is going to be in Indonesia. Yep. And news that Ben Watson's going to be in Indonesia. So that's two riders who we definitely thought were out. And now... Having Watson and Vlander in MX2 will do a lot. Now, yeah. neither of them are going to be 100%, but no. it will do a lot because we need... Like I mentioned last week... <laughs> <laughs> like I mentioned last week, they're like two, they're like two third, fourth, fifth people guys, and people who, if they get a good start, can do something. And like, so like having those people there, interesting because they have the potential to go further than. But let's face it, they're both going to be a bit battered. Oh yeah, but you got to start somewhere. Just yeah. having them on the line, and the same decent. as with Evans. All three riders, um, you know, then something we're going to have to think about for MX manager is that they're not going to be in optimum form. Yeah, cool. So they're not going to be prices, challenging for a podium. Prices reflect that on MX manager. Yeah, you can't see him. I can't see them uh, challenging for a podium. Can you? I don't know. So what? Ben Watson broke his hand two weeks ago. Eight days ago. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, well, we'll I soon find out. Well, maybe not challenge for a podium, but fifth, sixth. Well, that's what I just said. Yeah, but yeah, but so if my, said, my if, line of thinking is fifth, sixth. Well, you're not of, that far away, are you? If I ask a question like, uh, "Would they be challenging for a podium?" and you say, eh, "Maybe sixth," then then the answer is no. no. But no, but in my mind, that's not far. So, like, maybe if they can get fifth, sixth, maybe they can put a challenge for a podium. You could go five, five and get on a podium, right? I don't know, but I don't know if they even will be able to go five, six. So who knows? It'll be interesting. Okay. I'll be very interested. Okay, so um. Right, on that note, let's have a, a little break and um, we'll be back in five. The MX5 For everything in the world of motocross, head to mxvice.com, at Motocross Vice on Twitter, and search MX Vice on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. All content is now available in Spanish and Italian. The MX5 Welcome back. That was an interesting story, Lewis, about Indonesia. Thank you very much for that. Uh, just to let you know that 24MX, uh, our longtime uh, supporters, have got 20 to 70% off of protective gear this week. It should be actually uh, just today. So if you're, uh, if you're listening to this, go to the 24MX.co.uk website or uh, 24MX.com and you can get 20 to 70% off of Alpine Stars, Aturibis, O'Neill and EVS uh, protection to name a few. So there's a, just looking at there, Lewis, there's a, actually there's, they've got some uh, Liap net braces for sale for 179 uh, yeah, the um, protection stuff is uh, on sale today, Monday, and tomorrow, Tuesday, so the 1st and 2nd of July. And then on the 3rd of July, the deal shifts over to um, helmets. Ah, cool. There we go. And don't forget the Raven Edges are still available for twenty four ninety nine. They're the new and updated uh, Raven Edges. So. Actually, um, I saw those okay. the other day. Yeah. I'm pretty impressed. Really? Yeah, I couldn't actually. I was actually like properly into the technology. Okay, I know that you spent a lot of lot of time developing it from when we first had them last year. Yeah, I was looking, I was looking at them in quite a lot of in depth detail because I was like, oh, these are a bit, uh, fancy. I might get a couple of sets for uh, our Nerf battles at home for me and Olivia. Cool. No, there we go. So this week we mentioned a couple of riders uh, coming back. One of them being uh, Antonio Caroli, which we didn't expect. So. No, he's not. He's not definitely coming back. Okay, so have you got some more information no. you want to discuss about that? No, I don't, but we'll know is that we're waiting. Oh, okay, so we're waiting. So but I'm not sure how much longer we can wait because it's quite far away. So it's got to get on a plane at some point. Yeah, so I'm guessing that if, if there is a chance that he's... Is, I mean, the bikes are going to be there anyway, aren't they? Yes. I'm guessing, because otherwise if the bikes weren't there, they wouldn't be going there. Yes. No, right. yeah, it must be. No, I don't know. Um, originally, as I kind of hinted to, mm -hmm. I got told that there was a chance that the shoulder injury was season-ending. Yeah. But it now seems that it's more positive than it was. So not saying it is positive, but it's looking a little brighter than it did initially. Okay. So maybe there's a chance. But 
who knows? Um, who knows? <laughs> uh, sorry, I got touched, sidetracked. James was just counting something. I could tell because he was using his fingers. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a chance, but he may be in Indonesia, I guess, but we'll see. Hopefully, because we could do with him. And if you look at it, he's 83 points down. Nothing is over. It's not over. Nothing is over. It's not over. Okay. As I said last week, I'm still shocked at the gap he's got over third in the championship. So, other riders, who did you want to talk about? What, for Indonesia? Yeah. I'm just over here waiting to talk about Tommy, really, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, let's talk about Tommy now, because that's an interesting story this week. We've just found out, basically, that he is switching over for, to, to KRT Factory. That's been announced in what we alluded to last week. Is definitely happened. He's missing Indonesia, so he can actually test the bikes with KRT, so he goes into Locket Prepared. However, he has a, a separate UK deal now set up because he was supported by Boss for the UK. That, however, has changed. It looks like Big Van World, which is one of, I think it's pretty much one of the biggest sellers of commercial vehicles uh, in the country. And they support a lot of riders and a lot of motocross, and have been involved in motocross for a long time, I believe, uh, Mike Austin. So he's put together a deal with, I think it's himself, um, whole shop motocross which I can only assume uh, possibly doing uh, a deal on the bikes and stuff uh, and support with Tommy to get him to the races uh, yeah I'm confused a little bit though because in the PR Olivia Bossard said we're pleased to continue our partnership with him in the British series but he, he is still running boss suspension so maybe that's just what they meant but I kind okay. of I kind of took it as we're still going to give him everything he had and he'll still be running boss graphics and all of that in Britain but obviously not no I don't know because um, he is definitely running the suspension and he's got a lot of support from Evotech. Yeah, so, so. Matt Hutchins is, seems to be um, involved in, you know, in that setup as so well. So I guess that's where it comes from. Yeah. But I guess, and I guess that means that his only involvement with Boss now is um, Evotech, meaning that he's kind of cut all ties to Olivia Bossard and the French quarter of the company. Okay, so maybe we can um, find out some more information about this week. We can find out some more information about this, about yeah, this week. Cool. And uh, also, we should say congratulations to uh, Ed Warren on his new project, which is uh, Kex Underwear. So if you've not been on to the, to the website, it's basically Kex, K-E-C-K-S. Underwear, have a little search for those guys on Instagram and stuff. A new brand just started out, so good luck to those guys going forward. Anything else you want to add on, Tommy? People are very Fickle. divided on how they feel about this. Fickle? Some people think it's the best thing ever. Yep. And some people think, some people are like, oh, now there's no excuses. Time to sink or swim, blah, blah, blah. Which is true in a way, because, but I will kind of preface it with this. I don't think it's fair to make judgments until we get to Imola. Because Lockett will be the first race with a team. Mm -hmm. And Lommel is not his strength, so... But he's not bad in sand. Hmm? He's not bad in no, sand. No, but it's not, we're not, like... If you're expecting him to get a top five, he's not going to get a top five at Lommel, is he? Well, we don't know. Okay. But I feel like by Imola, he'll have races under his belt, time with a team, testing would have made progress. It's a hard-packed track, so, like, that's where I'll probably be like, right, now let's see what he can do. Okay. Because there's always going to be a bit of a grace period, isn't there, where you get used to things and iron out little kinks. Yeah. Nothing like he had to iron out previously, but that's so that's what I feel like there's going to be a lot of people just jumping on the bandwagon after Lockett and like using those results as the um, do or die. Yeah, I can see where you're going, but at the end of the day, he, he's got talent. We've seen in Argentina, he's got the speed that wasn't that, that long ago, and I think it's a confidence thing now. He's going to have confidence in the bike was beneath him, so and that's a that's a big thing as well. I mean, this whole game's built on confidence, so if he's got that under his belt, I think he'd do quite well. It is a shame he's not going to Indonesia because he was obviously um, if overall at Semarang last year. Yeah. So those could have been good races for him. Yeah. But they instead know. he's going to be pounding sand in Lommel in Belgium. They all know best and that's why we're here doing a podcast. No Kawasaki's in MXGP in Indonesia. Wow. No Geben. Well, presuming Patrell isn't going but I'm almost certain. Um, 
obviously no boss, no KRT. So that's a bit of a shake-up. How's the, uh, on Jacoby Gate, how has that gone? Uh, uh, have you read any PRs yet or anything? Um, it's been firmly swept under the rug. Brilliant. Yep. So... I was thinking about that on my drive up here last night, actually. I was like, what do I do about this when I get to Indonesia? Yeah. Because if I go over there and start bringing it up, is everyone going to be like, why have you got to bring that up? Come on, we've moved on. Or do I just go in and charge and see what I can do? I don't know. Is it really worth talking about anymore? I don't know. So I'd be inter- last week. I'd be interested to talk to um, Natalie Face. No, that's, 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 no? Not, that's not right now. How do you say it? It's definitely not Face. It's, how do you say it? I don't know. Well, you can't correct me if you don't know how to say well, it's it. It's definitely not that. It's like spelled F-A-S-E in it, uh, I think. I don't think it is. No, it's definitely something like it's either it's either that or yeah, F A S E. Okay. I don't know then. I might actually have the wrong person here. Probably. No, I don't. No, yeah, F A S E. Phase. 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 to be fair, I've actually wanted to talk to her for a while. I feel like I've never really gotten to the bottom of this F and H deal. And I feel like there's a lot of questions to ask and things to talk about there. What so, what do you mean get to the bottom? Well, I just feel like I, I want to have an in depth interview with someone at that team. Just okay. to learn more about it, learn more about where they're going, potential things for the future, all of that. Or maybe you need to put that in. Yeah. But then also, I feel like if I do that, they're just going to think I'm booking it in purely because I want to talk about Jacoby. <laughs> well, I don't think it's relevant to, to that, is it? I feel, also feel like, though, if I do an interview of F&H in Indonesia and don't talk about Jacoby, everyone's going to be like, the fuck. But what else is there to talk about? Why didn't you put PR out? Do you think you handled it properly? What would you do if, it, if this thing came up again? Has anything happened between now and Germany? Like, have you had any sit-downs, meetings, any discussions about how things have gone? What's going to change for the future? How are you tackling this? What would you do if it came up again? Okay. Would you, <laughs> would you, agree, would you agree that those are questions? Oh, I'm kind of bored of it, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, it's kind well, of boring. Well, we'll, we'll join everyone it's, else it's, then and sweep it under the rug. Well, it's kind of happened, and it? No one's really going to... Nobody cares anymore, I don't think. For me, the best thing what I could see come out of this is Adam Sterry getting a podium. Because <laughs> if, if that's not going to light a fire in your belly, I don't know what will. If Adam Sterry gets a podium in Indonesia, will you cry that you're not there? No. Here's a fun game. What? What time on Sunday morning would you expect to watch MXGP and MX2 live? Uh, actually, I think you told me that it was six hours in front. Is it six hours on front? Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing the first race is usually, what, one o'clock on a Sunday? So I'm guessing... Holy shit, is that in front? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, does that mean seven o'clock in the morning? Yes. I was hoping, I was thinking you just wouldn't have a clue, though. I'd be like... Well, I nearly said seven o'clock at night. So. Well, the first year we went to Indonesia, James obviously didn't go and did message me at 4 a.m. Indonesian time asking why I hadn't posted the qualifying results. <laughs> this was 4 a.m. the day of qualifying. <laughs> so I had to get out of bed, message him back and say, hi, James, thanks for your feedback. <laughs> Unfortunately, no races or practice sessions have happened yet. Interestingly, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I can remember that. But interestingly, I'm just on, the, uh, on this whole 20 to 70% off of uh, 24 Max website. They've actually got some Liat body armor on there, which I quite like the look of. And uh, it's got 50% off. It's uh, 240 down to 120. So uh, sorry for interrupting that there, but I'm just scanning through your website. And they got a set of Dunlop tires for 89.99. Cool. It's quite good, this site. There is actually some crazy bargains. Like yeah. from what, just when I go on a little stroll through there, yeah. there is a lot of stuff, like 60 helmets. You can get like 100 quid off. Yeah. It's insane. Cool. Um, they right. do everything as well. Yeah, it's rare to find a shop that does everything, but they seem to do everything. So, like yeah. from parts to gear to everything. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm I quite like yeah I quite like the idea that 
that arm is, looks good. Anyway, so, realistically, what do you think Tommy can do? What would you say his highest result will be through this last part of the season? I think uh, given what's currently going on, injuries and everything else, with Hurlins, Caroli still out, and then a few little a few people sort of still having a few injuries and everything else. I think with the right machinery under him and the confidence, then I think he'd do top five. I think that's realistic. Yeah. He did it last year. So. Yeah. So I think if he can Especially do... Especially Lockett, Imola, Sweden, Turkey. Like, those are all good tracks for him. I mean, the one thing... And I know you probably don't want to talk about this. I'll talk about anything. Oh, okay. So um, the one thing which we should all be super positive about is that Tommy with the right machinery under him with the Mercross Nations coming up, why Good. wouldn't I want to talk about that? Well, I don't know. I do whatever it's too early for you. Oh, no, it's not early. We've talked about it loads. Okay, then. Yeah, it's just... But that's, that's, that's brilliant. That's great news for us. I'm, not, I'm just not sure who they're, what way they're going to go. Who's our team manager again? Uh, Mark Chamberlain. I it changes every year. I get confused. Yeah. I, um, think, I think this is his third year. No, and he's it had is, two yeah, podiums. For some, reason I thought I, for some reason, the first name that came into my head was um, Neil Prince, but that I think, was a while ago I think, now. Yeah, I think this is that the second year and two podiums, so... Yes, no, this is his third year. He started 2017. Yeah, so that's not, year. that's not a bad record. Two podiums. Yeah. Meh. They didn't stand on the podium at Redbud. Still got a podium. Okay, fair enough. How can you, how can you still argue? No, but, no, but like, by no. default. Yeah, still podium. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah. Who would you pick? Well, this year. Yeah. Because it, it's quite hard if you've got Simpson, Max, two really strong sand riders, but then you've got Tommy on a factory bike. Uh, at this stage, I'd probably go... What's an MX2? Oh, of course. Stamp that. And I would probably go the safe option, just say Sorrel and um, I swear to Max. God, if you don't say Max. Oh. Yeah, Sorrel and Max. Yeah. But I um, guess it's hard to say because we don't know what Simpson's going to come back like, although he was. No, and I do believe he had a mechanical yesterday. Yeah, but he was on Tommy's pace. Two mechanicals. He was on Tommy's pace in his return from a broken hand, a broken yeah. metacarpal. So yeah. maybe that does mean... I think you. I think I said it at the beginning of the year, but I feel like everyone overlooks or underappreciates just how good Simpson was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, because, I agree. Well, if uh, you, I if, was one of those because it was. Well, I was kind of like, oh, he, he done really well, and you're like, no, that's what he's expected to do. No, but I feel like people don't like. Even if you look back now, he's fifteenth in the championship. He's missed the last three rounds, but he's still ahead of Bogers. So, but there's me more people than that. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Bogers, I was like, uh, yeah, but no, but he shouldn't like to still be ahead of Bogers. After missing three rounds, that's quite good, isn't it? You would have thought Bogus would have caught up by now? I don't know. He has been... Mediocre? Uh, oh, less than mediocre? I don't know. He's had a length overall in a second, and I think after that, it's not been great. Oh. Well, it's not, I don't think. No, it's it hasn't, no. No? It's not been good I don't think I'm telling anything which isn't... No, I think everyone's aware that that's been a... Crazy, yeah. ...a disappointing experiment. Yeah. Okay. So, any news on uh, potential moves coming up? We know, obviously, we've, we've heard of Tommy now. Prado signed the contract five days ago. Uh, Rodriguez. Ah, Rodriguez. So, um... Bossa actually sticking around. Who would have thought? So, do we look at this and say, Rodriguez, it was so bad in America that this is better? To be fair, Tommy did say that the team had made a big step forward in Germany. So, if Rodriguez is getting that, then it might be quite good. Okay. But I think Rodriguez is the perfect rider for a team like that. Yeah, he's great. Because there's no expectations. Anything is a positive. If you've got Tommy and Bobashev and the bike restricts them to like 18th or whatever, then that obviously isn't going to look good. Whereas if Rodriguez finishes 18th, everyone's going to be like, oh, sweet, he got points. That's all right. I feel like a lot of these new teams need to start like planning worst case scenario as like, okay, if we're getting this rider, then he's going to be expected to do this. So we better make sure we give him the tools to do this. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I was bored. I was actually looking at something on Twitter, but uh, there's nothing relevant. 
Oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I think it's a good it's good for Rodriguez to get back into the paddock. He's become a nice little uh, he's got a nice little role as an MX GP filling going on. Everything I've heard about the guy is has been super positive. He's just got a great personality, can do attitude, doesn't moan, just gets on with it. I'm surprised it's not he's not been on a bike beforehand. What an MXGP team? Yeah. And I think he I, I don't think he'll be without a ride next year as well because I think I think things are changing in the paddock. I really do. I think there could be a little uh, bit more going on for Rodriguez next year. Yeah, I think I definitely think there's there's because I think Boss will probably try and keep him if they stick around, which they're adamant that they are going to be a team next year. So yeah, I I think even less rides next year. Suzuki still not coming back. Possibly hearing that Yamaha may reduce what they're doing. Yep. Less rides, more riders going up. I think riders going to have to have less expectations on their requirements. Um, I what, think salary wise or results wise, every not not I'm not talking results. I'm oh. talking actual facilities. You know what's available to them. Maybe taking European only deals. You know I think I think there's going to be a lot of riders next year that are either going to be paying for good rights, or riders are going to have to start thinking about getting personal sponsors to pay their salary rather than teams. I can just foresee this happening, just following in the footsteps of things like Formula One. And you're close to a. Uh... Stuff like this. Well, you just I can just see the, the shift happening. I think money's getting tighter and tighter. The economy isn't great. There's still a few little things going on out there. You know, the factory riders are always going to do well. The top five is going to always earn really, really good money because they're expected to deliver. However, I can I can really see the the tenth to thirtieth riders. It's going to be tough. I guess that's go. always the way, though, isn't it? I think you'd be surprised how many of these tenth to thirtieth place riders are um, wheeling and dealing and. Looks like they've, like they've got under an amazing awning and it all looks amazing, but actually, in reality, they kind of gave up a lot to be there. Well, the interesting thing, which I find quite interesting, is especially with the British scene, is that there's a lot of riders which post all this, you know, oh, thanks such and such for hooking me up. And actually, it makes me laugh because at the start of the year on Instagram, you see like, you know, all these piles of gear and da 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 da, and thanks such and such company. And then when you peel back the layers, you find out from different people that this rider's got 10% off. They've gone out and spent two grand on gear, got 10% off from like being sponsored by somebody. And they're making out, like, why, why make out? Why don't you just say, uh, you know, thanks to somebody for giving me 10% off? I, I don't get it. That's just social media, though, isn't it? Social, the new social media game is all about... Um... Oh, it's just bollocks, isn't it? Like begin making yourself look like you've got more than you have or making your life look... Yeah, do you know what? If you pay for a pair of boots, say you pay for a pair of boots. It makes you seem a little bit better than saying that such and such is, you know, intimating that someone's give you a load of, load of stuff and actually you've just paid for it all but got 10% discount. Perfect example is next uh, this week, tomorrow, Jesus Christ, when I go to Indonesia. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought it was next week. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. Um, why am I here? <laughs> I could put on my Facebook... Like traveling, Lewis Phillips is traveling to Indonesia. And all of my old friends from school who have no idea what I'm doing now will be like, fucking hell, he's on holiday in Indonesia. What a life. Yeah. When in reality, they don't know that if you peel back the layers, you're a good economy. I've worked my ass off to get there. I'm, I'm literally going to land, work, and leave. Yeah. Same as anything, you know, isn't it? I just think, like, you know, I think now we're going to start to come across a time now where the bullshit's going to be cut out. I think. I do. Do I you think, think there's a lot of bullshit in the paddock at the moment? Though, yeah. Teams wise. Yeah, loads. There's loads, and there's a lot of people which, uh, there's a few people paying, there's other people what, what, what aren't paying. I learned some crazy things the other day about some of the riders was paying, which you think, really? You know, putting in top five results, but paying to be top five. Is this from your source again? Uh, no, another one, I think. You have more um, than one person that talks yes, to you? yeah. But I just find the whole thing interesting. It's just like, if people are a little bit more honest and 
you know, they come across a little bit more humble and people would actually be supporting them a little bit more rather than kind of, oh, they just get everything. And it's not the case. Smoking mirrors, mate. Smoking I feel mirrors. like this is a topic close to your heart. No, I just, I, I, it kind of shocks me because I didn't realize it was this bad. And the more I get closer to it and the more I learn, I'm just like, shit. Wow. Yeah. You okay? I'm, I'm okay, yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Or? No, no, this is good therapy. I have no idea what we were talking about before that to get to that point. No, uh, nor would I. So on that note, let's take another little uh, break for our sponsors. We like to get our advert breaks in. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk all things MX Manager. Sure. Let's do it. MX This podcast is brought to you by 24MX, Europe's biggest online motocross store. There are hundreds of your favorite brands at discounted prices, so head over to 24MX.com to shop now. The MX Vice Show. Welcome back to the MX Vice Show. For those of you who don't know, uh, literally after this podcast show, Lewis is basically getting on a plane and flying to Indonesia. So uh, it's only a short one this week. Plus, we have not much happening apart from domestic series. Uh, there's not a lot to talk about. We could talk about silly season, but I think it's going to be a little bit better, Lewis, once we get Indonesia out of the way. Uh, I think Lockett will be the big city season round this year well lock it in Lamar, i guess but yeah because basically the only thing we're waiting for now is honda to get to finalize their second 450 spot yep and as we were told in latvia budgets were like two three weeks away you'd imagine that there'll be a lot of sit down meetings in lock it and maybe something will be signed in Lommel. but once that's done we are kind of locked in as far as factory 450 teams go but then I don't know what Ice One have Jonas on contract. Jazakonis was on a one-year deal, and I haven't really heard anything about that. But I would bet my house that he'll be back there next year. So I don't think anyone's even really bothered. You don't own a house. Look, exactly. Smart yep. bet. That is a. That's a great bet. Uh, yeah. So I'd I would bet a lot of money that he'd be back there. So I think most. That's why there aren't really any talks or rumors about that team. No, but, I think Andy. When when I was chatting to him, he he pretty much said that. Uh, He's really pleased with both riders, and uh, he seen Jazakonis as a rough diamond who could improve, and Jonas was. You know, just getting over the uh, the injury from the year before. So um, he believed that both riders are just going to get better. Yeah, so um, yeah, I think they'll be back. So basically, yeah, we're just waiting for the HRC 450 spot. And then MX2 is just quiet still. Like, yeah. What are FMH going to do? No rumors at all. No. But I, mean, I think that's because there's a lot of confusion. Not confusion, but I feel like people don't really know where to put their money as far as like, do you just bring EMX guys up? But then if you bring EMX guys up, you might not really get much of a return for a while. Yeah. And all of the big guns, Olsen. Watson. Olsen, Beaton are signed Beaton, up. Beaton, yeah. yeah. Gertz and others are all signed up. So like, it's a bit of a weird one for the rest of the MX2 teams. Yeah, okay. Evans, Evans is signed up. So let's look at the MX manager. Um, I'm guessing this was the shortest ever MX manager prizes. Uh, no, it was hard. Really? Yeah, but, yeah because because there's less riders and less like fillers. Yeah. I couldn't make a rider too cheap because in reality, they're going to be higher up than they would normally. Or even if they have a terrible race, it won't go as badly. So like, so, okay, uh, Ben goes there, hands terrible. He could probably roll around and still get points. So like, you, whereas if he rolled around and lock it, there'd be so many riders, it wouldn't be possible. Do you think that's what a lot of these riders are actually thinking about? If I just turn up, ride, I can ride 70% and I'm still going to pick up some good points. I don't know, because none, I don't know. I think, I think that's, that's right, because if you look at, uh, say, MXGP and it's possibly going to be 12. It would make sense if you're in Crowley's situation. GP regular. If, if, you, you're, if you're in Crowley's situation, yeah. If you're in Ben or Vlander in situation, well, pick no, up two so top sure. tens uh, and pick up two top tens. You're beaten up and you still pick up. Yeah, yeah. I think Crowley, I think Crowley would surprise people yeah. if he did ride. Okay, so let's look at uh, MX GP first. You've got Crowley if he turns up three fifty. If Crowley turns up, then he would be on my team. 
Yeah. Patrell, if he turns up 150, but we're pretty much ruling that one out. Yeah, I'd say definitely out. Let's see what Monticelli, 250. Not bad. That's actually quite a. I'm surprised he's that cheap. I would take Tixier for 150. I don't know if Tixier will be there. I probably wouldn't take him then. Yeah, and the rest. Is Leot going to be there? I would say no, because he wasn't in Argentina. Okay, so you've got him on there. Thanks. Is is there any any riders that are going to be there? Because it looks at the moment there's probably just going to be ten. I'm just trying to see. I'm just trying to stalk Tixier. To well, that, see, um, that was quick. <laughs> got MXGP sorted. I'm just trying to stalk Tixier to see if there's I'll, any hint if, that he's going to be there or not. My recommendations this week is just go for Geyser and Prado. The difficult thing, yeah, but this is what I'm saying. This is actually going to be the most interesting MX manager weekend of all. It's not because this is kind of what I wanted with prices changing. Yeah, wild cards will be in eventually, so. Yeah, you've got to pay attention to these guys you've never heard of because there will be one guy. Okay, like last year, I can't remember the fella's name. Hang on, I'm going to find him. No, I I, I know who I'm talking about. Give me a second. Okay, there was a guy yeah. in Semarang. Right, let's go back to 2018, Indonesia. Lewis Stewart. Who? Lewis Stewart. He was doing it for the Lewises. He was a wild card, and he actually he was the only one at Semarang to score points. So, yeah. so he would technically be a good pick, but you're not going to pick him automatically, are you? Because you have no idea who well, he is or what he can do. He was 14th in the first race. That's a lot of points for no money. So there's a potential to do that well if you, if you can figure out the practice times and try and figure out who the leading what, wild card is. What do you think about Cusper Wanto? Do you think Cusper Wanto is going to be I just think the Cusper, battling for top 20? I just think, I think that just Cusper don't want to it enough. Yeah, I, I, what I kind of like about Cusper Wanto is that... Um, Can't believe you didn't laugh. No, no, but what I, I like about it is... I thought that was really good. Instead of Ricky, his name's Risky. So Risky, Risky Cusper Wanto. Great name. Absolutely, that's up there with um, Salazar. Oh, you still remember Salazar? Still remember Salazar. See, name you can't forget. What about MX2? Any uh, riders to look out for? Um, in what respect? Indonesia. Oh, on MX Manager or wild cards? Uh, wild cards. Oh, Del Vinter. Del Vinter's in. I think Del Vinter's in. He scored a 12. Yeah, is that, that's what I mean. That is a big... That, I, I'm so excited. That would be Are you a, excited, Rob? That would be a big win on MX Manager. If oh, you can it'd be get, massive. So I'm going to put all wild cards in at 50. Yeah. And then it's basically a free-for-all. Try and get whoever you can. But if that guy can get... To be honest, Del Vinter was only four seconds uh, a lap behind Trivelin. So who knows what he could do this year. That's what I mean, though. Like this might have had a real hard off season. Like, okay, so you get um, put in some great performances in the Indonesia Championship. Worked on those two seconds. Maybe got poor Sal over, done some rider coaching. So if you, maybe signed up to Dungey's uh, mind that, of a champion, mind of a champion. Maybe so, he sort of went back to the eighties and got profile of a champion out. I've got a feeling Del Vinter could do top ten. So if you um, maybe he's on a four fifty. Who knows? So Del Vinter is in on M in MX two for Palembang. Is he on the Pucci or is he... Uh, I don't know what that means. The, the Pucci bike? No? I don't know what that means. Okay. But um, put it this way. You could have Gertz 500 and... CR 500? You could have Gertz 500 and Tonus 500, right? So that's a million of your budget gone. Yeah. Then additionally, you could have Del Vintor. Yeah. And... Maxim. And another like Maxim. MXGP wildcard who can do just as well for 50 grand. And then you've still got 100 grand left. That is a that would be a massive, massive, massive. This is a, if you're if you're down on points, yep. this is around to make up uh, ground. This is a, this is the time to really like put some work into it, think yep. about it, and destroy the competition. Because everyone else who isn't putting too much thought into it is just going to go with oh Geyser, and then I'll pick Anstey, like the normal riders. 
Yeah. This is a time. Okay. So um, if you're looking for any hot picks this this week for Indonesia, mine is the Croyer boy, who is Hillman Maxim. He's going to be in uh, MX2. He uh, that is isn't, on... that, that isn't true. What do you mean? I haven't got any wild cards on my MX2 entry list. Well, you haven't got an updated one like me. You're looking um, at the results from last year. No, I'm not. Uh, he's on the the Bergatti Motor Busutania. I have no idea what you're talking lovers, about. Racing lovers, Husqvarna. So uh, there we go. No idea what you're talking about. What? You, you've never heard of Hillman Maxim? If I get a podcast with an Indonesian rider... Cro- get the Croyer boy. Would you feel like I did my job really well? Uh, I wouldn't say really well because you haven't really got a lot to do this weekend. I'll still find some people to talk to. Prado, Geyser. Look, the Croyer boy, God first. What are you talking about? That's Hillman Maxim. I still don't know what you're talking about. What? He's 19, he's 19 years old. He's the Croyer boy. Loves God. His name's Hillman Maxim. Tell you what, Boga's only cost 200 on MX Manager this week. That is not a bad pick at all, considering he's pretty much guaranteed a top 13, 15. I'm going with Boga's. Boga's is on my team. I swore I'd never pick him, but I'm having Boga's. Is that a face of a racer? I don't know which one he is. And to the be one, fair, you can say that about a lot of people. The one with the El Diablo moustache like you got. That isn't. That's, that's Hillman. Oh, brilliant. It sounds like you really want to go to Indonesia. The Croyer boy. I want updates. Okay. Well, the issue is on my tweets, I do always include the top 20. You, so there's a, so, lot of t- there's a lot of times where I'm staring at the scoring board trying to spell things correctly. Can you get extra points for that moustache? Because it is like El Diablo. No. No. Right. Shh. Maybe that's... Oh, yeah. For instance, what would the Croyer boy get? I don't know what is the that Croyer 50, boy is. Yes. Hillman. All of the wild cards will be 50,000. All of them. Well, I'm, I'm in. So basically, I'm making them all 50,000, so there's nothing to separate any of them. It's basically a free-for-all. Get in there, try and figure it out. Okay. I what, really wish... That, what about Diva? Is he going to be there? Um, I remember Diva from last year. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, actually, Semarang last year... There was Is like, Mayana? Semarang last year, there was like this whole Indonesian team. Like, there was five of them with exactly the same gear and exactly the same bikes on. So I don't know if that team is like... I don't know what that team is. That's, that's a story. That's what I'm going to find out. Yeah. I'll tell you what, actually, um, back on the old subject, Semarang last year was an impressive um, like turnout, not fans-wise, but industry-wise. Yeah. The amount of trade stands and, like, I can't remember who it was. There was a company, it might have been Honda or something, right? who had a massive, massive, massive trade stand. Well, we're ta- we joke. We're but talking about two tiers. We're talking about everything. We joke, but the motocross in Indonesia is huge. Oh, yeah. The, we follow data. So that's one thing with MX Vice is we follow data. We, you know, we, don't, we listen to the, 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 but we listen to data. Every bit of data we, we analyze from brands to riders to manufacturers, everything. Indonesia kills it. And uh, when I interviewed Roger Harvey the first year that we went to Indonesia, he said that Honda need to be there because the amount of money that Honda make from scooter sales and everything, for them to see Tim Geiser win on a Honda is huge for that market. It all makes sense, business-wise. And that's something that I don't think you notice until you get there. We talked about it off-air and you tried to stop me from saying it. But I can understand why people weren't happy with Qatar. But once you got there and saw it and saw what it was all about, it was like suddenly you're like, oh, well, hang on a minute. I get why we're here. This makes sense. Okay. So when when do we we expect the entry list for... Okay, brilliant. Thanks for just ignoring what I just said. I was bored. When do we expect the entry list? Normally Tuesday, but uh, Friday night, I'll get an entry list with like the final one with all wild cards that have signed on and everything else. Okay, and then we can find out our Cusper Wonto and... I just um, don't think he Wonto it enough. Sondak, Hendro, some leading names there. Do you not agree, though? With what? The fact that once you get to these races, you see 
the point? Like you get it a bit oh, more? Oh, absolutely. I mean, all jokes aside, the, the industry's huge there. Absolutely like, massive. You can't argue with, if, if they're literally, the motorcycle sales in that country are pointing towards, you know, and the same with Brazil. Brazil and Indonesia are by far the two biggest um, buyers of motorcycles. But we, we've seen that and, and interest. So with that kind of knowledge, you can understand why the, they're picking these places to go to. Yeah, and it, might, it just, I feel like, yeah, it's hard to get that through the TV. Hopefully we can bring that experience to the viewers like yourself. Uh, well, I, to be honest, I, what makes me laugh is everyone complains about flyaways. Like, oh, there isn't enough uh, fans. Well, well, there's actually round the Indonesian races. You can't actually walk anywhere. Well, you, you get, you got... And I'll, I'll actually, I'll say this. If, I'll, you, if you don't have international races, then it's a European series. Which is what everyone series. complained about. So previously. everybody wants a European series because that's where the fans are and da 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 No, but it's not where the fans are. No, no, we get but them in I, Argentina and we get them in Indonesia and... Okay, we just didn't get them in Qatar. No, but one place, but everyone just uses that one example. Yeah. Same as MotoGP, though. That's no one's fault. That's just the market. No. Yeah. When, when you are watching on TV and you come up with your, yeah. your answer yeah, yeah. to da, 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 this doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. Going to GPs is definitely, yeah, 100% right. It's, it's different. When you're there and you, you kind of see, you know, everything going on and blah, 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 blah. But then when you go to some of these countries and then the data corresponds with that, then you can't you can argue with it. I was just going to say something really important, but I've forgotten. Oh, yeah. So everyone's saying, oh, yeah, we shouldn't be going to Indonesia. Look how many riders are going. Well, that's just injuries. It happens. Argentina is just as... I would say Argentina's more expensive for a team. Yeah. Uh, probably more. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean, more expensive. <laughs> yeah. So Argentina is more expensive for a team, but because it was the beginning of the year and there were less injuries, we had almost full gates. Yeah. We would have that in Indonesia, but we can't go at the beginning of the year because it's rainy season. So it's kind of like, it's a catch-22 in a way, but if this year wasn't just a weird one for injuries, which it has been, like we've lost Chervelin now for a dislocated wrist, and that's no fault of anyone at MXGP level because it happened in a national championship. It's just a weird one, and we're losing riders left, right, and centre, and that is why there will be less riders in Indonesia. But next year, things might break the correct way, and we'll have um, 30 riders. Just depends on how the nature of the series progresses. Look at uh, Semarang last year. So a new race, no one knew what to expect from it. We had a decent number of riders on the line. Well, the other thing what you, you can't rule out this year is the Delvinator oh, wow. finished 33rd in the World Championship last year. All right, so for all those people dismissing Delvinator, he finished 33rd in the 2018 World Championship. How many people can say that? You Delvinator can. You haven't actually um, given us any MX Manager insight yet. Do you want to do that? Or? I don't think there is any. I'm Let's go, be I, fair. Let's I, like for, I like the look of Bogus and I like the look of Monticelli. Well, if Bogus is going, he's probably going to get top five in both races. I like the look of those two. Yeah. Sewer, so, uh, just a bit expensive. But then I feel like if there's a time to go for the expensive riders, it's now. Yeah. I'm probably going to go with Geyser and Prado. And well, just, that's it. Delvinate. You won't have enough budget for that. Geyser and Prado take up all of your budget. Okay. I wouldn't recommend it. No, probably but not. But then maybe I would. Because... That's 120 points. Maybe. That's 100 points if they both go 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Uh, if they both get both whole shots, which is likely with Prado and meh, up in the air with Geyser, yeah. that's an extra 20 points. Yeah. Fastest lap. If they each get the fastest lap in their respective class, that's another 10 points. Yep. So, and 130 hasn't really won so far, but it might do in Indonesia. Yeah. Got to consider the heat as well, fitness. Well, that's where it's going to play into Delvinator's hands. Actually, I did look at the weather. Let me just do another little look at the weather quickly for Palom. Yeah. Maybe I'll go with uh, an all-Indonesian team and just go with Delvinator and uh, Maxim. What's his it's, name? It's actually meant to rain on uh, 
Sunday. See but then I, I don't really, I remember this from last year. It's hard to trust a weather forecast because it's one of those tropical countries where it's like going to Florida. If you go to Florida, the weather forecast basically says it's going to rain every day, doesn't it? But it never yeah. actually does. So it's one of those, like, it says it, but who knows? Well, interestingly, if we go back a few months, the Croyer boy was uh, racing in some, some mud. So a um, little bit of insight there. And actually, his first post, the Croyer boy's first post on Instagram, look how muddy he is. Mm. The, thing, the one thing that I do wish about Indonesia is that more Australian like, riders would jump over. But then I get that they're not used to international races. So how, like, even as a logistical thing, it's a nightmare to figure it out and how they would do it. But if we could somehow pull some like decent Australian national championship riders, Crowboy. then that would be very, very, very exciting. I'm not sure how we make that happen. Because I do imagine for, like you're talking about teams that compete on a national level. So they have no idea about shipping stuff and things like that. But then I don't know because I'm not close to those teams. But they have to go over to New Zealand for the SX Open. So how do they do that? But then I would guess when they do that, they just purchase bikes from a dealer and whatnot, whereas that's obviously difficult to do in Indonesia. Should we wrap it up? Well, uh, so if anybody wants to uh, keep up to date with everything Indonesia, if you go to uh, Instagram and go to hillman.maxim, that is Croyboy. He has got... Or alternatively, you could go to mxvice.com. He's got 3,147 followers, loves God, 19, and he's got 71 posts. I'm not sure what his second post is. <laughs> what the fuck's that? But if, is, that, is that Indonesia? No. Were those the people coming up to you in no. the shopping mall? No. But um, in summary, <laughs> in summary, just to confirm, I am getting, in a fl- I'm getting on a flight to Indonesia. <laughs> you done? <laughs> you people don't even know what you're talking about. Right? This isn't a TV show. People can't see you. Oh. Right, so... No, let me finish with my little speech. No, so... Uh, it's really important if everybody could go to obviously to uh, Instagram hillman.maxim and check out the second post. Cool, you seem like a right fan of him. <laughs> yeah, you've shown me. Thank you. I get that. Um, are you okay? I'm fine. Right. I'm good. Yeah. So obviously, not many people are going to be going to Indonesia, but we will be there. Tweets, podcasts, everything possible. The only issue with me being in Indonesia is there won't be this show next week because I'm not flying back in between. I still don't know how Hurlings did that last year, but I feel like it would kill me. Do you have any idea how Hurlings did that last year? No. Do you know what he did last year? No? No, he went home, did he? He flew. Uh, yeah, in between races. Okay. Can you get an interview of Hillman, please? Okay. The Croyer boy. And uh, try and team out with a Delvinator as well, because I haven't checked him out on Instagram yet, but I'm pretty sure he's good. Uh, by the way... Uh, by the way, 100%, I will be at both rounds. So talk to me. I'll be giving you what you want from Palembang and Semarang. Palembang's obviously a new race to the schedule, so new track and all quite exciting. Okay, and uh, I hope Hillman's mechanics yeah. had a McDonald's. There is actually a McDonald's in Semarang. I know, because Fry. It was a... Fry, it, yeah. It, it wasn't what I was used to. Fry, I, was, I, I was very excited when I saw it, and then it wasn't what I was used to. Okay. I do um like a Happy Meal, but instead of fries, you get rice. I, don't okay. want, I, I, want, I want my French fries. Right, I think once, I'm, I'm definitely gonna write... everybody's listening to this show, I think the only thing people are going to want is you to get an interview with the Croyer Boy. I definitely am going to make more of a note about all the funny things that happened on this trip so that I've got a podcast worth. Can when you I get, get a photo like that? No. Were you and Sean? And then... No. 
Right, yeah, in the middle. No, okay, let's wrap it up. Okay, right. Thanks ever so much for listening. And um, Lewis, I hope you come back from Indonesia in one piece. I hope I just make it in the first place. It's yeah, a lot of flying and a lot of connections, which scare me a little bit. Okay. I've got an hour. I land in Qatar. I've got an hour to get on my next plane. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. And I just told you how much I like Qatar. I'm very excited to be going back to that airport. There we go. So, yeah, follow Lewis's progress uh, on Motocross Vice on Twitter and MX Vice on Instagram. Yep. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks and, for uh, listening. Speak to. See ya. The MX Vice show. 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 For everything in the world of motocross, head to mxvice.com, at Motocross Vice on Twitter, and search MX Vice on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. All content is now available in Spanish and Italian. The MX Vice show. 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 show.